0: Yeah. Now. Okay, Grace. Yeah. We're on number sure. two. Okay. Well, it's not done yet. Okay. I think it's done.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. You gotta close close YouTube. It's not done yet. I'm working on it. I think it's done. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think I got fixed my end. Sorry, 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 sorry. (laughs) (laughs) We're still learning.
1: We're figuring this out.
0: Okay. Sorry we're late. We're three minutes late. That's because we just did a whole intro to ourselves. thinking, Thinking that um we were live and I Apparently didn't hit the live button. I was too excited about the intro song and the logo. I'm sorry. Grace, you have control of the beginning of the show next week. <laughs> Got it. Anyway, anyway, let's do this again for because no one's heard us do it. That a- intro was amazing, in my opinion. And I'm very happy to have that up and running for only our second uh, show here of the running mullet. We have a name and everything um official. the intro and the logo they are thank you thanks to a gentleman named Matt Johnson who helped me this week put that all together he is a uh, um a genius of computers i would call him I'm, I'm, i don't for lack of a better word but he he's an amazing human who's helping us kind of move along and do the back end stuff so matt johnson thank you very much Um, He's a pay-it-forward type guy, and I'm a big fan of that type of movement, and I try to do it whenever I can, and I appreciate his help. So that being said, what are we again, and what are we doing here, Grace? Um, The title of this show is The Running Mullet. This is episode two. We are here, I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, but we're here to talk about everything running, just like a mullet. (sighs) Party, or it's a party in both ends, in my opinion, but business up front and party in the back, right? Yeah. The whole spectrum from first to last place, everything in between, why you run and when you run.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so that's the idea of the show. We're hoping to have it interactive. So please ask all the questions, throw up all the comments. It can be silly, whatever, we don't care. Um, so with that said, let's get back let's get to the show itself Grace how you doing tonight
1: I'm uh, a little tired but I'm excited for today's show because you uh, would not divulge all of your secrets of this episode you said you have some stuff up your sleeve so I'm very excited to find out what those things are
0: right and I think that's kind of fair for both of us uh, as far <laughs> as keeping it. Keeping no, not tonight. I'm talking about for the show itself, keeping it up, uh aligned with what our views and thoughts were for, for this show to just kind of be a chatting show about things. Yeah. Um, it, it can change direction at any point, it might, you know, I'd even get to uh some talking points that I wanted to get to, and that's okay because there's always next week. So, I think that's what we're kind of shooting for, and that's what we're uh we're gonna do. So uh, I guess my biggest question to you before we get into any subjects is why would you, why are you so tired? Don't, don't blame it on this stupid time change thing. I'm tired of hearing that as an excuse. There's nothing you could have done this week, weekend other than run the whole time that yeah. would make you get tired.
1: Yeah. Running in circles on the pavement, two mile loops for 47 hours oh man i don't know why i don't know why i don't know why i do these things to myself I, does it bring
0: back flashbacks just saying the words like you just did yeah, like
1: yeah. yeah yeah so i ran conquer the wall and um i for years rhoda and brooke i blame them i hope you're watching right now because i blame the two of you have been talking about this race grace you should go down and do it it's in west virginia you're really going to love it. Um, and it just so happens that my sister has, she four wheels down there. She's been going down there for almost 20 years. And I tell my sister about it. My sister is brand new to, to 5Ks. She walks 5Ks. And she's like, yeah, let's go do it. So she signs up for a 35 hour. I signed up for the 47 hour, which is 47 hours because of the time change. Right. I go down there and I tell Rhoda, I'm like, hey, I so I signed up for Conquer the Wall. And she's like, Oh yeah, I'm not going this year. And Brooks like, yeah, I'm not going this. Year. Come on. <laughs> so I went anyway, and um, and did and I, I ran uh, 102.5 miles. And uh, I tell you what, running, I'm, I I think road runners are hardcore in a totally different way. Um, And there's a lot of different ways roadrunners are hardcore and uh, I just got a taste of it this weekend because that was rough. That was, I want to hear, I'm going to see, I just want to see, because we have some viewers right now, if anybody can guess how much elevation gain I got. 102.5 miles, 2.05 mile loop in West Virginia in town. How much elevation gain did I get? It's disgustingly sad.
0: Right. So I want to ask you probably, I guess the most obvious question, um, 47 hours is really stupid. Two miles of payment is really stupid. stupid. Your life choices are really stupid, wow. but in your opinion, what one aspect of the race was the hardest thing? I know you had, you had talked to me a little bit during the race, at, like mm-hmm. you, were, you were tired a lot and you, you seemed like you're sleeping a little more than you wanted to. Yeah. Um, but what made it hard to keep going? I, and we'll get to what you did and what you ended up with and where you placed and all that. But yeah, did it all suck or was there one thing that really made it suck?
1: It was it was the the course itself was really hard. I think that um, you know, out running the thing that I enjoy is um, being in the woods on the trails and i also enjoy being around a lot of people and i don't know i so we start friday night starts at seven o'clock at night on friday and then it goes to saturday and then finishes seven o'clock on sunday and i don't know friday and saturday i don't know if i just like was mean mugging or something but i felt like nobody wanted to talk to me (laughs) So not only was it like not a great course, but even if I'm on not a great course and I have good company, then I'm I'm happy to just keep going and going and going. And uh, and it was cold. And so I had nobody to talk to. And I was just like, mmm, I was just gonna sit in my car and be warm. And and I kept getting tired and I didn't I didn't sleep really well. And I'm usually a pretty happy runner, like from beginning to end, I am I'm going to, even when I'm miserable, I'm pretty happy. So I was, um, I was like frustrated that I was unhappy and then that made me more frustrated. And yeah, it just kind of like snowballed.
0: Right. So to answer some questions real quick, Daryl Lehman, is that, is that a distance personal best? I know that is not your, your personal distance best. What is your farthest run?
1: Yeah, farthest run is uh, 202.5 miles. That was the Mason-Dixon um, FKT. Um, but that would be my furthest race.
0: Yeah, okay, nice. Yeah. What up, Chad Brown, Matt Johnson, love Laura, Kip. Can Please. I tell you what got me through it, though? Please do.
1: Thank you. So Sunday morning I start getting messages. So yeah. I, I, I think it was Saturday night. You started messaging me and uh-huh. then Sunday morning I get a message from Lacey and then I get a message from Brooke and then, and I'm, I'm like, okay. I like my crew is with me because I was there mostly by myself. My sister was there, but she was kind of doing her own thing with her friend and um, but it was, I was crewing myself. I was pacing myself. I didn't, I didn't have like my idiot runner crew, you know, and I made plenty of friends there. Don't get me wrong. Like they had awesome, awesome runners and volunteers. And somehow Sunday, I don't know if my, if I just looked desperate, but people like were then willing to talk to me Sunday. So I started making friends on Sunday, finally. And, uh, and I, people start reaching out to me and i'm like okay i've got 9 hours to do like 22 miles okay and and then i'm like all right i think i can do that if i just keep on moving and i made some friends and i start getting more messages and then i get to maybe mile 92 94 something like that and i look at the leaderboard and i realize um like a bunch of the women stopped at 100 miles and then Rhoda messages me. And Rhoda's like legend everywhere. Whatever. She's also a legend down there because she holds a course record. And so I have the course record holder like messaging me saying like, pushing through, you're in the last few hours, you go for it. And uh, I'm like at mild 96 and I'm like,
0: man, there's only- damn it, Rhoda, damn it.
1: Yeah, I was like, screw you, Rhoda. <laughs> i'm so and i've 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 dnf'd before so i could have stopped there and been happy uh but i realized there's only like three women who have gone over 100 miles most women stopped and men too like a bunch of people stopped at 100 miles and i'm like i keep going if i do one more and i did so i did my hundred and i'm like i just need to not think about it i need to not think about the fact that i did 100 miles and do one more loop I did, I did one more loop. So that loop is dedicated to all the idiot runners out there and uh, definitely the ones who uh, reached out to me because if that hadn't happened, I definitely wouldn't have done another loop. So I did one more loop and that put me into fifth place. So that was, uh, that was, that was kind of cool. That was a nice little bonus.
0: Yeah. Fifth place. And that's the perfect segue into where I want to go next with, with your race and, why you and I are here right now. Okay. And you're, you've nothing better to do. Well, that too, but we don't need to tell them that. But I mean, that you, this is what makes up um, my idea of a runner, an idiot runner, whatever you want to call it, but there, you always have one more loop. I mean, in my race, I'm always getting on people's cases. I'm teasing them, but you can always do one more. And here we are talking about a show about the front and the back of the pack, and you're this self-proclaimed back of the packer. Yeah. Well, myth back of the packer just got fifth place in an endurance race in West Virginia this weekend, right? So it kind of blows everything out of the water. There's always something for everyone type of um, mentality. You show you're showing others that it, that gave up, that you know they thought they had. I don't know what their thoughts were, but I can almost assure you several of them thought they had it in the bag. Right. And maybe none of them cared about place. I bet they did. That's just my feeling. But the bottom line is the turtle beat the hare. (laughs) And that's a (laughs) story. And you're you know, you're a turtle in the best ways possible. But it's it's true. And you didn't stop. You had plenty of reasons to stop. I would have stopped uh anybody that knows me, especially if I didn't have my wife there to kick me out the door. And that's what I love about your weekend and your race. And I think you should be very proud of that. I know you you didn't quite you had visions of like I think you said 120.
1: 120 was my goal. So yeah, I was feeling pretty down on myself. And and that really uh that extra loop That made me feel good.
0: Yeah. Right. And but I mean the way I would be looking at it is 120 is your A goal you know, a goals are meant to not some, a lot of times not be reached, but to end up where you did and placing where you did is phenomenal. And to me, it's just, it's everything about why we're here. Right. Yeah. Seriously. I mean, it really is Nick on the trail. Yay to the turtles. So <laughs> <laughs> no, anyway, great job. I mean, I, we could keep, we could definitely keep talking about your race. I'm sure. I, I love hearing about it and it's, yeah. It's forty-seven freaking hour race on pavement. Like that's hardcore for anybody that knows anything about ultra runs or I anything.
1: Can tell like. you what, I'm like, it, there's, it is pavement is miserable, <laughs> in a good way. Like I, I got myself out of my own box because, um, because I'm. I mean, anybody who knows me knows that I would much rather be out on the trails. Um, but like I said, road runners much power to them they have uh uh they are hardcore in a different way
0: right well great job and and great job to anybody who sat out there for that long and what were the low temps at night
1: uh it didn't get too bad lows i think were like mid 30s uh there was a light drizzle for probably 12 hours um something like that so it was It was hard doing a walk run because when you would walk, you'd get cold and then you'd run and you'd get hot. So it was um, it was this weird in between that if you were really bundled up too much, you'd get sweaty. And and if you didn't have enough on, you'd get cold. And it it was a strange dynamic. And it was supposed to run for about or was supposed to rain for about 20 hours. And that's why a lot of people got their hundred done so early is because they were trying to avoid the rain. I heard a ton of people saying, yeah, I'm going to push through and get it done. Well, me, I took a nap during the good weather and I was like, well, I can run in the rain I've run in the rain all the time. All right. I was like, I'm tired now, so I'm going to sleep now. And, uh, and then I got up when it was supposed to be raining, but it didn't rain until like six hours later. So I ended up having some pretty good weather. Go figure.
0: Nice. Well, great job. What I mean, I guess you want a little downtime before your next event, huh?
1: Yeah, yeah. We'll see. I'm second-guessing everything on my calendar at this point, so. <laughs> well, you came out of,
0: out of it pretty healthy, healthy, and that's what really matters. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Well, oh, hold on a second. Lauren, you going for a run? Yep. Where are you going? Just around the lake. You got your cell phone? Uh-huh. You got your tracking device? Yeah. You got your pepper spray? Uh Uh-huh. You got your knife? Yes. You got your pistol? Yes. What time are you gonna be home? In like half an hour. All right, well have fun. All right. Did you see what I did there for that segue, Grace? Look at that,
1: all those (laughs) questions. All right,
0: I want to talk about, and I don't wanna get in a huge discussion because this could be hours long, which is a good thing but we just don't have the time for it. I want to talk about women in running just a little bit. Okay. Okay. And my, my, the reason I want to is because I'm, I'm getting both ends of it from a wife who, who is an avid runner and, and has to, and wants to run and has to run every day. And a daughter who is an amazing runner and two daughters that are amazing runners and uh, are at the age where they can go out and run on their own i yeah. um, so I've been struggling with this whole subject myself for a few months now since cross country season. Um, you know, it all started for me in my head, at least of I love where I live and, you know, I don't live. Anybody, you know where I live, but a lot of, I live in the sticks. Okay. And it's all dirt roads around me. It's quiet.
1: If you your address in the comments along with your social security number. That'd be great.
0: <laughs> um, I can go for a run in the morning, even though it's four o'clock in the morning and not see another vehicle for an hour. I love that. And I love that my daughters and my wife can run around the lake and not be bothered by anybody. But then the the stinking devil in my head got to thinking, well, that's no better than running in a city where things can go wrong either. So, you know, there's no, and obviously we're talking about women in running. We're talking about the dangers involved in running, or at least I am um, for that, for for females. It's just the
1: danger of being a female, really.
0: (laughs) Pretty much, pretty much, pretty much. But, you know, I want my daughter to be able to go out and, and uh, run by herself and feel empowered by that and get her alone time. And it's, you know, I know how it helps me mentally to go for a run by myself. And I want others to experience that. And she does. And I, I feel comfortable with her out there at certain times, but there's times in my head that I don't. And sadly, there's no answer to make that any better. I, I don't, you know, I don't think there is. So I kind of wanted, and this is one of the subjects that I actually told you about. So you knew we would be talking about this a little okay. bit, but you know, I think you're a female, so I, I want to, you know, I, I, I'm just curious what your thoughts are on the, um, I guess the whole, the whole spectrum of it, you know, where do you draw the line? you guys still you know your runs should still be fun and i think they are yeah. you can't live, you can't live in fear right but yeah there's there's precautions that you have to take as a as a woman runner
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. uh so this is a, you started so broad buddy i'm sorry that's okay
0: well, well let's narrow it down i mean i'm going yeah.
1: I mean, I think it starts with like all women, um, maybe not all women, but I think most women are, just live in a, a general understanding that there are some, um, the, the basics of physiology for the most part, right, um, says that there's a good part of the population who at any point can overpower me physically with upper body strength. And that is a real thing that we live with all the time, and I think that there, to some extent, there's uh, some real threats out there, and to some extent, there's a little bit of. Um, uh, I don't. I, I think about it realistically, and when you when you really hear about the stories, the because there are absolutely times where women are abused on the trail or get kidnapped from the trail or whatever, usually it happens on a trail that is in a heavy populated area or a woman who is running in a neighborhood or something like that. So most of those crimes happen out of convenience. So more than likely if you're on the mid-state trail and somebody has to hike in for 20 miles, there it's going to be a lot more difficult for them to get to you to begin with.
0: Well I mean I absolutely agree. And but and the one thing you know, your mind is your, your my biggest enemy when I start thinking of scenarios. OK, and my yeah. daughter's sitting right here beside me, but it it doesn't matter. You know what the scenarios that pop in my head from where I live. It's like, oh, I live where she's not even going to see another vehicle. But the bottom line is if somebody drives past her, no one else is going to know mm-hmm. for a good half hour, possibly, if not an hour. If yeah. a bad person were to drive past her, you, you get you get my flow? So yeah. it's a total it's the same. It's yeah. it's that bad. I think,
1: I think as a woman, like we just live with that all the time. <laughs> it's and I think it's it's with running too, but you see it even with with middle school girls, like they, they walk in packs for a reason, and you know, part of it's probably camaraderie, and part of it is we're just raised with it's safer in numbers no matter where you are whether you're running or not and uh when it's dark when there's not as many people around uh when you're in a an area whether it's in a neighborhood or in the city or in the country and there's not a lot of people around like instantly it's it's not as um it becomes scarier becomes a little more dangerous and, uh, we live with that all the time. It just so happens that I think that, uh, running is, a primarily for a lot of people it's a solo sport. So they, they do it alone and that makes it scary.
0: Yeah. And I mean, you know, in my daughter's de- defense, I guess, I mean, she, she's 14, Lauren, Lauren's 14 is who I'm talking mm. about. And she go she'll go out for a run without a thought in the world. It, this is all me as yeah. a father having the fear, you know, yeah. um,
1: we're always going to be more scared. Right.
0: But she, you know, it wouldn't even cross You know, she's not, she, this isn't a conversation we're having because she's going out concerned or, or worried. Um,
1: Well, it's it's a very, I guess it's just a very real fear that, (laughs) that I think for some women, at least we're just so accustomed to it that it's not, it's not necessarily a a huge difference. Now, um, uh, for myself, uh, I'm probably a little more comfortable with running alone than some other women are. Uh, I tr- and there's a lot of things that it, it, this goes back to uh, there's so many places where I see this. Um, when you see the it, when you see races that have a high registration of females. One of the things that those races tend to do, and I wish I heard more about this on other podcasts, what I see for those other races is a lot of times they'll do preview runs. Women mm. like tend to like to know the course, know where they're going to be going, and that makes it safer. There are all of these things that I think to some extent are just natural in our heads. All right. Um, it, it becomes this um, natural thing that we're just used to. I need to know where I'm going. I need to know how to navigate the trails. And that's why I'm personally very passionate about taking women out on the trails and saying, here's how you follow trail markings. Here's how you can understand how this land works. So there's a park called Rocky Ridge and I try not to just to show women how to read the trail, but also like think in your head we're on a ridge line. So if you're going uphill, you're probably going closer to your car. And if you're going downhill, you're probably going closer to that neighborhood. So I try to help teach women. Um, what are all these things that are going to help me feel more confident and safe and secure out on the trails? Um, you know, quite frankly, it's one of the reasons why I shy away from roads. Is because I don't feel as safe on roads as I do on trails, and maybe that's um, that's just a personal thing with me that I feel that way. Um, but I I don't I have only anecdotal evidence, but I hear more stories about women um, being taken or or abused or something like that. When I I'll hear about it. And somebody will say, "Oh, Grace, this happened," and then I'll look into it and I'll say, "Oh, well, they were on the rail trail, but that was in the city section, right. and there was a parking space right next to it, and that's why." So it's parking lots that scare me more than anything. Um, and I think that for the most part, there's probably a small, there's probably a small population of people who are actually trying to do bad things. What scares me more is um, people who are maybe abusing drugs, and they they're not in their right mind, and that scares me more. So I think there's a good reason to be uh, protective to protect yourself out there for um, for many reasons, and uh, I think that it's it's worth people putting in the investment to um to have those tools at their disposal whether it's making sure they know the trails they know how to navigate the trails somebody knows where you're going all of those things um and to and to feel confident where you're going and if you don't then like there's nothing wrong with that either i have a couple of friends who frankly don't run alone and i don't think there's anything wrong with that right just running with a buddy because it's a whole lot harder to steal two people than it is to steal one person, or running with a dog. I know plenty of people who do that. It's a really um, sad, sad situation. It is. Women are in, and uh, we can help, I think, to to raise our kids with a whole lot of respect and also to, to raise our kids to um, stay away from drugs that, can be really harmful and put your mind in a, a really
0: bad place. Yeah, I agree. And again, I mean, I think we can have this conversation for quite some time and yeah. dive into subcategories. How about to kind of end this and to move on to something else? Let's ask the female viewers out there: um, What do you do when you're running for safe for safety purposes? You know, and that could be anything from running, like she just said, Grace just said, running with a dog or a friend. All the way up to carrying a gun. I'm curious to see the the however many females that are on here right now. What do you do? What do you make sure you do every time if you do anything every time? Just type it in and, and we'll see what comes up uh, before the end of the show. Yeah. But no, I just wanted to to get the get the juices flowing, thoughts flowing, and yeah, you know,
1: that's a good it's a good good topic and. Um, uh, you know, it's it's definitely a tricky one. I think for the most part, um, there's a lot of awesome men out there, and there's unfortunately uh, a few uh, people who uh, make it a little bit of a scarier place out there, and it's unfortunate. But it's absolutely worth a couple of extra steps um, to protect ourselves. Uh, the the couple there have been just a couple of stories um, locally, and the two that I can think of um there was one at a park and the woman um fought off a man and then ran away um so also you know that might be a reason why i should probably do more speed work so
0: all right right. and with that all right we're quickly running out of time already but that's all right um you never did ask me how my weekend was
1: I, not yet, because I'm trying to save the glamorous topics for the end. How
0: was your weekend, Eric? Oh, you can save for the end. We're not done yet. I just, we, we can move on. What's
1: I want to, now I want to hear, I want to hear. What'd you do? My
0: weekend was great. Sunday, I had an Idiot Runner Fun Run event, which was just on the Idiot Loop, original OG Idiot Runner Loop, 4.1 miles. And I had 20 people come up, many who haven't been up here before. I think several who were kind of um kind of feeling like they weren't, weren't sure they're were ready for idiot runner race or anything like that and that's kind of why I wanted to do the the fun run was just it's for everybody um and I th- I think you I'm pretty sure you agree with that too it's you even walk, me walk it crawl even, it oh even me miss fifth place me. okay whatever <laughs> anyway
1: me. uh yeah it's I, I don't, I don't get it. I talked to so many people and they're like, "Oh, I don't know if I could do an idiot race. I'm like, I, know, I know. We always do a beer loop. I mean,
0: <laughs> I know. So it was really fun. I'm going to probably try to do it more often, but, and there was a lot of snow and the weather, the roads weren't the best. So I'm, I think a couple of people probably had to bail because of that, but I was happy with 20 people. We had a, uh, rip roaring fire. Thanks to Erica. That was a whole thing. So I won't get into the details of that, but her, she might smell like burnt hair just a little bit. Oh. Yeah, but I think she's, I think she looks fine. Yeah, everything's fine. No, no hospitals or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to throw that in there though, because it was a, it was a fun little um, exercise oh, in how to start a fire with gasoline yesterday.
1: <laughs> oh
0: boy. How <Well>, not to? <laughs> but I will tell you, the fire started afterwards. <laughs>
1: I'm um, sorry I missed it. Next time I will skip my 100 miler and, and come watch Eric.
0: And now, Eric it, it was fun. It was snowy weather. Everybody everybody had fun, good food, good uh, good friends. So I guess I don't know if we have time to really dive okay,
1: in. No, there you go.
0: No, it's okay. I don't know if we have much time to dive into uh, the last thing we were, we kind of wanted to talk about this yeah. episode, which is kind of training through the winter. and. Um, we're going to probably have to just touch on this pretty very loosely right now, but I like I wanted to talk about it just because I struggle with it. And for me, it's almost a fight with myself, the devil on one shoulder angel on the other type of thing every single day Yeah of the winter and it never gets easier and the winter never gets better. And I, I, one, I know that training's important in the winter to keep your mileage up, to keep doing whatever workouts you can. But, man, it's hard to keep that motivation up and that drive up. So, I, you know, since we both kind of coach and stuff, I figured, well, let's talk about that and, you know, some ways that you try to help your athletes get through these dull drums of winter uh-huh. and things like that. So I don't know if you have any any good any good stuff off top of your head about it and or how you even feel about winter running
1: i've always got good stuff i know you do too uh also want to hear um just see some stuff in the chat of what do you do to stay motivated in the winter months so start throwing that in there um i think that this is it's really the time for group runs (laughs) you know we have a uh we have a weekly um, group run, the Trail Sisters group run. That's a five mile run. By the way, my my, my elevation gain mm. for my race was 845 feet for 102.5 miles. And we have a weekly group run that's five miles. And it's uh, just a smidge over a thousand feet. So our weekly group run has more elevation than this hundred I did. It was my feet. My feet were so mad at me. So I think group runs is a really great way. And as a coach, I actually build it into the plan and say, um, hey, this is your easy run day. Um, If you would like to join the group run, this is a great day to join that group run. If it's somebody I know who's near that, that particular group run. um, And if not, then here's, you know, your easy mileage is gonna be three miles, for example, or join the group run. Um, I had an athlete, a couple of athletes who had, um, they had their daughters had dance class together. And during the winter months, it was like, okay, during dance class, do a 45 minute easy run. And so I would try to build out a plan that accommodated running with other people just to keep them motivated um, throughout those winter months, so that's one of the one of the tricky things that I like to squeeze in there because it can really um, I think help athletes um, also learn from each other. You know, they get to chatting about races and and they can build that consistency. I think the hardest one of the hardest things, especially as a newer runner, is to build consistency. So putting group runs in there can really help to make sure like I'm you're not going through these. You know, a week of nothing and then a week of thirty miles. You know, so it's really trying to build that um, consistency week over week, Um, and then plenty of other stuff too. Let me hear what you got. What is what's one of the things you do?
0: Well, I I just want to tell say that the the group run and the consistency are the two the two keys that I was thinking I was going to hear from you and they're kind of the way I feel too. I don't get out for many group runs, but I a hundred percent agree. Like for somebody that's struggling with motivation, especially no matter what the reason is, a group run is your medicine, right? Like it, that group runs fix everything. Or they're, fireball
1: like, like case. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and if you mix them
0: both, well then, no. You, yes. boom. <laughs> but no, I mean, now, as far as athletes go, my athletes, and this is a shout out to them. They don't complain about winter running. And maybe they should. No. My wife does. Becky does. <laughs> but, but that's because we complain to ourselves. It's kind of a beautiful thing where, well, all couples are able to do that. But um, I more say ask the question, honestly, for, for myself, because I struggle with motivation. Now, I, I'm a competitive runner. I'm competitive with myself. I know that consistency is key. Right. So I don't care how much I'm pouting or how much it's snowing or raining or how much I'm a big pouty pout face. I'm going to get I'm going to go outside and I'm going to get my morning run in. Right. But it's a lot easier to hit that alarm and roll over when it's 10 degrees outside and snowing and dark and cold and miserable every single day of the week. You know, so I mean, that's kind of that's kind of where I stand. It, but I mean, as far as what I would tell tell the athletes to do, is exactly what you said. The the go out, try to find somebody to run with. Doesn't have to be a group, just a person.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And, I and, I like
1: message Laura, or Laura messages me and says like, well, yeah. "What are you doing this weekend? Let's go on an adventure." Okay.
0: Yeah. The for me, it's one thing that stands out that. And i might have stole this from somebody else i never take credit for anything but one morning a couple years ago it was the middle of the winter and i i looked at the my front door that i walk out of every day to go for a run and i looked at it and i looked at the doorknob i said that's a doorknob of opportunity i have two choices here every single day you can turn the doorknob and take the opportunity take the chance you know opportunity to go for a run and start your day or you can go sit on the couch and drink coffee or go back to bed, your nice warm bed and take a nap, you know? So it's, and I I posted that on Facebook years ago and a couple people really appreciated that analogy, the the door of opportunity or the doorknob of opportunity. It's so simple because once you're out there, you know, as a runner and everybody else watching knows as a runner, all you got to do is get to that other side of that door. It doesn't matter if there's a tornado or a blizzard out there. You're not going to come back in 99.99% of us, right? Right. And that's the way I work. All I got to do is get on that porch and step off, and I'm good to go. And
1: yeah, and no matter I, the way. And I think that uh, that mantra, whatever it is, and um, would love to hear um, from the crowd what mantras you have. My, um, I also love that I was able to change your name on YouTube. So that's fun. But, uh, like, mine is always uh, – I use this for a couple of races in the winter. Mine was, how bad do you want it? Like, I would ask myself that question. How bad do you want it? How bad do you want to finish this race or this FKT or whatever that is? How Do you want it bad enough to go run in the rain? Right. Like, if it comes down to race day and you didn't finish, which, don't get me wrong, I've DNF plenty of races, but if it comes down to – Hey, every Tuesday, if you would have gone out and just run in the rain and sucked it up, you might've built your fitness up enough. How it's a, a, a good question. How bad do you want it? And I do think there's some times where you answer that question and you say, you know what? No, I don't want my, I don't want it bad enough to, you know, miss my best friend's wedding or something like that. I think it's a legitimate question to ask. How bad do you want this? Do you want it bad enough to just be cold for a little bit? You big, pouty-pout
0: face. like I don't know how you did that and you didn't even look like you were doing anything. You have like magic hands. I didn't even know what you were talking about until I started seeing the comment. You're such a jerk. <laughs> 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 Big pouty-pout face instead oh. of idiotic. Yeah. Anyway, no, that's good stuff. And I think, I think we'll leave we on monitor. that. I think we'll leave on that for now. And again, that's, that's another thing we could definitely come back to and talk a lot more about. Let's hope it doesn't stay winter for too much longer. And we don't have to talk about it until next year, but um, that's good stuff. And I, I think your advice was, was the best, best thing for people to hear in general is, you know, find a friend and, Make a mantra.
1: Yeah. If you're, if you're by yourself, you know, find a friend, build consistency and, and uh, if you're by yourself, get that mantra, like be your own, you got to be your own best friend. Sometimes, you know, yeah. <laughs> you get that mantra. Um, I like Matt's embrace the suck. Yeah. Like, there it is. It's right in front of you. And all you got to do is open the door. And
0: take but it. but the beautiful thing about embracing the suck and Again, I think everybody will pretty much agree with me. No matter how horrible it is out there, when you get done with that run, there was no suck. Like it's all it's all worth it, you know. So, and that's what I'm always thinking when I and it's like, okay, it's only an hour. Go if that's my workout or whatever. Go out it's, and when I get come inside from it, it's like, man, I'm glad I didn't almost bail like I thought I was gonna. You know, every single time.
1: So the because we're the the um we're the mullet. Yep. How how many miles is the the business side of this mullet in an hour?
0: How many miles do I get in an hour? Well, that, anywhere from six to eight, depending on how I'm feeling.
1: That's insane. <laughs> that is <just> insane.
0: <laughs> anyway, hey, I do- love it. I love well, no. it. It's
1: inspiring, Eric. I yeah. uh, for me, it's uh, two to four.
0: Two hey, to four. but it's two to four more than somebody sitting on a couch.
1: That's right. Absolutely,
0: it's the front and the back. Yeah. Um, So I think we're about to kind of shut her down for the night. But on you know talking about the mullet in the front of the back, one thing I do did want to bring up, and I wanted to bring it up at the beginning of the show, is I got quite a bit of feedback from friends from last week's show. Okay. Okay. And a lot of it was more ideas for us, which we still have quite a list which is great. And a lot of it was just opinions and things that they they thought we could or couldn't do a little different. It was all good, all constructive. But the one thing um, that I'm going to try to stick with and that I kind of appreciated the comment was one of my friends said, said uh, stop being so humble. He said, embrace the fact that you're, you are you nice. are center of the pack. No, just listen to me. Don't use you, you, fifth place. I don't want to hear it. Anyway, but, you know, it, it, it's a good point, okay? I, and I don't – there's always different levels of competitors out there, of runners, no matter what sport you're in, there's different levels, okay? I think we can all agree that it doesn't really matter what level we're at. We're all here. We're ha- doing this show for the whole group of of everyone. Um, but but I, I will try my best to be – to own up to where I am, I, I work. And he even said this, he said, you work hard for what you do, you know, what you do. He said, own it. And I said, okay, I'll, I'll, that's a good point. I will try. So I'm, I don't win many races, but I am towards the front of the pack a lot of the time. And that's why we're doing this show. I'm the front of the packer. You're the self-proclaimed rear of the packer. And that's what it is. So that's my promise to you is I will stop trying to be humble even though I feel like I have to, and going along with that, something not many people think about, and this this is my—I swear—I'll shut up after this. <laughs> you I know got, when you,
1: I I gotta—I just have to say because people, if anybody's listening to the stream of this and they can't see our faces, I absolutely love that you are going to own the front of the pack. And I said this before; it's because we can all learn from each other. whether you're the front or the back. And um, I do think it's something that you should own. Thank you for doing it. You're welcome.
0: Something I want to talk about maybe in the future when we have more time, and I'd love feedback on this also, is, um, you know, your Facebooks and your Stravas and your social medias, okay? One thing that's not really that people, at least I don't think, is thought about that much, but if I have a good race, I'm really proud of myself. And you should be, you know, if you have good, you should be proud of yourself this weekend. You really should be. And social media gives us that outlet to, to, to tell other, show others that we're happy. I don't know how else to put that, you know, not to brag, but to everybody like saying, hey, I I got second place this weekend or personal best or went my farthest, right? Mm -hmm. But something that I don't think. Uh, middle of the packers or rear of the packers think about much, and I'm, this isn't a poor me type of statement, it's just something I've always kind of thought, was is that I have to be very careful being towards the front of the pack at how I write my posts. Uh-huh. Because I want to be humble. I, it's not like I have to try to be humble. I don't need to try to be humble. But if I say the wrong thing, it it i feel like it can instantly come off as being smug or arrogant do you know what i mean i or, do know
1: what you mean I and mean i feel like i feel like this is a whole other topic because it is you
0: know, it is
1: it, it, and honestly because i've had the the very good fortune to meet a lot of people at least in the front of the pennsylvania packs and i see more humbleness like, I swear, every time I talk to Rhoda, like, all I want to talk about is how awesome she is at racing. And I want to hear all the stories from all of her races. And, like, she mostly wants to talk about dogs. Like, all. <laughs> and, right. and so I, I my experience, at least, from being a back-of-pack runner is most of the people in the front of the pack are just, like, super kind and nice and, and um, friendly. Um, and one of the dangers that I see in the middle and back of the pack is what what i see is somebody saying and and i had to tell my sister this it was interesting because she like i said she did this race with me her longest distance ever before she started was seven miles and she did 30 miles this weekend and that was just phenomenal and she only walks she doesn't run and she kept saying but i only walk and she she would introduce herself and she would say i'm only walking and the 35 mile second place female did I think 106 miles she walked the whole thing and I kept having to tell her like stop downplaying your walking right. um, because you're insinuating that it's a bad thing or stop and I'll tell like middle pack backpack pack runners like don't say something like I'm so slow I only run a 12 minute mile because when you say that and somebody else hears that and they run a 14 minute mile, like they're like, oh, then I'm really bad, you know? And and that kind of language, I think it's like, man, forget all of it. It's just, it's just, hey, I'm out here. And, and And the thing is, is you never know, somebody could be coming back from injury and they're like super proud of an 18 minute mile. And they're like, dude, I just ran a whole mile. And for somebody who has never run a mile before, or is coming back from injury or something like that's a really big deal. And so any pace, any place, um, we should just be fortunate and thankful that we can do what we can do. But I think it's, I think the overall topic really is language and the language that we use when we talk about ourselves. And I i encourage other women about this, like. If you wouldn't say that to somebody else, if you wouldn't say, "Hey Eric, you only ran a twelve minute mile," then don't talk about yourself that way. You know right. what I mean?
0: <laughs> that's, no, that's the best that's, way of putting it.
1: It's really like, what words are you putting out there? And would you want? Would you want your best friend to be? Would you want to see? see that would you say that to somebody else if you wouldn't say it to somebody else don't say it about yourself yeah. and i think that too often we want to talk poorly about ourselves because we're trying to like downplay it or sound humble or something and we end up i don't know we end up not it ends up coming across in a way that we really don't intend i think our hearts are in the right place a lot of times um but i think you're spot on we got to be careful with our language and and yep. really, just celebrate! Like, hey, I got to hang out with a, a lot of cool people, and, right. and uh, it was fun.
0: Yep. Grace, we are very much failing at keeping it at half hour. Yeah.
1: time management. Well, we didn't start on time.
0: Yeah, that was a three minute <laughs> thing. Throwing
1: that out there. What are you doing this weekend? What do you? What's yeah? What's That's going to be
0: the end segment, ending segment to our show uh, every week. I think. I think that fits. Don't you think?
1: I yeah. do. And that's why I did that
0: right now. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, Grace, what I'm doing Ding. is, is <laughs> I'm probably uh, doing some flat faster stuff. Cause I got to get my butt semi-trained for Boston, which is in a couple right. weeks. weeks. Um, so yeah, I'm probably not, nothing too exciting. I don't think we have any, any specific event. So I'm just sticking close to home and doing something probably 18 to 20 ish, hopefully. At a respectful pace, it gives me some confidence for a marathon road stuff. What about you, Grace?
1: Uh, I'm still going to be resting. I'm going to give myself the proper amount of time off. Even though I feel really good, I know that my body still went through a lot over the weekend. So as a coach, I'm going to do what I would tell any one of my athletes, which is to um, take a good amount of time off. So I'll probably do some walking. I'm going up to New York State this weekend for work um so i'll probably walk on some of the trails
0: up there okay well i don't think we're gonna really divulge into what we're going to talk about next week right now i don't think we need to uh let's just stick with the show being what it is and going from there um but i think that was a pretty good show i hope everybody enjoyed please keep uh typing in comments questions things you want to even talk about even if it means us leaving a subject to jump on your subject i think that would be cool um Grace, phenomenal job this weekend. I, I mean that. You, you should be proud of that. That's an awesome buckle, and you, you know it took a lot more than uh, what it sounds like, even. Yeah, wear that with pride. Back of the packer, fifth place, whatever. I'm still, I'm still going through all that in my head. All right, we good? We're good. See you, See you next, next week. week. Later.